expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. Good afternoon, I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened up 45 points this morning from yesterday's close at 16,393 on turnover of 3 billion NT. Shares in Taiwan moved lower to close below the 16,400-point mark Wednesday in the wake of further losses on U.S. markets overnight. The bellwether electronics sector led the downturn on the local main board, with investors concerned rising interest rates will make these stocks look less attractive. Selling was also seen among old economy stocks, despite a rebound by select shipping heavyweights. Large-cap tech stocks, in particular in the semiconductor industry, came under heavy pressure in the run-up to an investor conference being held by contract chipmaker TSMC today. Kaohsiung officials say rescue efforts at a residential complex fire were hampered by clutter and debris. The blaze at the building in Yenpu district this morning was first reported at 2.54 a.m. and briefly reignited after being brought under control. Over 150 rescue workers at the scene reported that the fire was completely put out at around 7.17 a.m. 31 people were taken to hospital for treatment. Officials say most of the first few floors in the building were abandoned and filled with clutter, while around 120 households lived in upper floors. Fire officials say such conditions made efforts to put out the blaze especially difficult and dangerous. In international news, the Hong Kong government is dismissing criticism from the United Nations over the way the city's controversial national security law is being used. Richard Kimber reports from Hong Kong. A panel of United Nations human rights experts is urging the Hong Kong government to stop using the national security law and to carry out an independent review of the legislation. The report says the law that was imposed by Beijing last year after months of anti-government street protests is incompatible with international standards and is being used to stifle fundamental rights and freedoms. Hong Kong's Justice Department is dismissing that. It says the law has helped to restore peace and order in the city, that national security law judges are independent and impartial, and that the legislation's power to override the city's constitutional protection of rights and freedoms is in line with conditions under the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights. Richard Kimber in Hong Kong. A man armed with a bow and arrows killed five people and wounded others near the Norwegian capital of Oslo. That's according to police in the town of Kongsberg, who arrested the assailant on Wednesday evening local time. They say the suspect walked around downtown Kongsberg shooting arrows. The police chief says there was a confrontation between officers and the suspect, but he did not elaborate. 
Two other people were wounded and hospitalized in intensive care, including an officer who was off-duty and inside the shop where the attack took place. Police were alerted to the attack around 6.30 p.m. local time and arrested the suspect about 20 minutes later. A UN investigator says North Koreans living under strict pandemic restrictions are facing a growing food crisis. And the most vulnerable children and elderly people in the isolated Asian nation are at risk of starvation. Thomas Ojea Quintana said in a report to the UN General Assembly release Wednesday that North Korea's agriculture sector appears to be facing multiple challenges. He cites a drop in imports of fertilizer and other agricultural items from neighboring China, the impact of UN and international sanctions stemming from its nuclear program, and an outbreak of African swine fever. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday. And English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.